So that's it. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> who, were, who wrote that in? Oh, I don't know. One of our amazing listeners. Yes. Finally solved the mystery for us. Uh, Ooh, ha. Ooh, ha. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. This has kept us awake for days. Yes, trying to figure this out. God, Frankie Goes to Hollywood is like <laughs> the most flamboyant band ever. Yeah, they are a weird band. I was trying to remember, what's their big hit? Uh, relax. That's right, relax. yeah. Relax. Don't, Don't do it. Then that's something, something. Relax. That's one of the songs all I know is like the main... The main words to it, and that's it. Yeah, me too. Relax, don't do it. Something, <laughs> something, something, something. <laughs> it's no hoo-ha song, though. No. I just remember, yeah, Frankie Goes to Hollywood from all those shirts that everybody would have. Oh, Which yeah. Said, Frankie says relax. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Mm. I never had one of those shirts. I always wanted one of those shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you never got one, though? No, I never did. <laughs> but someday, dreams can come true. <laughs> it's not as cool as the uh, David Bowie shirt you're wearing in the uh, video that we recorded yesterday. Oh, God. <laughs> I want to, like, forget that I did that. <laughs> I've had more shit about that than anything else. It's amazing, though. It's uh, We've gotten, actually, we've had a lot of uh, YouTube responses, too, of people commenting on it. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> so this was Sarah yesterday doing the uh, the Calvin Johnson <laughs> self-proclaimed dance. Yes. <laughs> it was, and, like, people... Um, <clears throat> And some people are like, oh, Calvin Johnson is, you know, he's so awesome. He's such a great musician. I'm like, not taking anything against him, you know, being a good musician, but he was a fucking spaz <laughs> the other day. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the thing. Those aren't mutually exclusive things. Yeah. I mean, you can be a fantastic musician or whatever you are, a great artist, but still be a complete spaz and a weirdo. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that works out. It Sometimes it goes hand in hand, actually. It's more likely than not. <laughs> I mean, look at Phil Spector. <laughs> that was exactly what I was just thinking. Yeah. I mean, that's a perfect example. Yes, yeah. genius. Also psycho. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not saying Calvin Johnson by any means is psycho. Although, no, no. He did kind of have crazy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell sometimes. You can just tell. And, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm really excited when people are feeling the music, but when he's, like, flailing around, like, running into people, like, sma- slapping me as he's, like, doing this crazy dance, I'm like, oh, God. Don't get in the way of my good time. <laughs> Nobody ruins Calvin Johnson's good time. <laughs> But a couple people on our Facebook page actually have posted uh, some Calvin Johnson dancing videos, too. Oh, really? Because he was in this band. Uh, the most well-known band he was in was called Beat Happening. Beat um, Happening. Yeah, and someone posted, our uh, listener Martin posted the video uh, from their song Bewitched, and he does the dance. It's more contained in this dance, though. That he's but he is actually video. doing the dance? He is doing the dance. All right, I'm going to have to take a look at that. But he, it was a lot less air humping and like arm flapping <laughs> <laughs> in this. Yes, I love the grand finale, too, in the video of your air humping. This is so awesome. Like I thought Feeling it was really, I thought it was really funny, and then you know as the day is going on and more and more people are commenting and I'm getting text messages from my friends and stuff, and then the best message ever. So I, I talked to our buddy Tim Oakley, uh huh, and he informed me that yesterday he was on a, like a movie set or a television set or something, and they were all you know sitting around and they were talking about Fun Employment Radio, and so they went onto the website and they saw the video. But it wasn't good enough to have it on a computer. They decided to put it up onto the huge fucking art production monitor. Oh, like no. The size of, of like a wall or something. And all these people are in there just like, what the fuck is wrong with that girl? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. This is gonna. This is what you're going to be famous for. Oh, wow. This is, your, this, is, <laughs> this is what you'll be remembered for. No, it's just going to blow over. <laughs> Nobody will ever remember the Calvin Johnson. That's cool. So I, I wonder uh, how many famous people were watching you do your dance. <laughs> yeah. That is funny. <laughs> Thanks I, for that. Actually, Tim was saying there's quite a few... Um, uh, famous stars that listen to Fun Employment Radio. I know. We, yeah, we probably shouldn't say because we don't want to get him in trouble. Yeah. Every time we accidentally say something, it does something like, I inadvertently ruin his career. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> yes, we won't mention any names. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. Well, one of the dudes that he did say was a listener and um, when he was at the Oscars, he actually talked to him. Was um, we actually have had um, some news stories on him within the past few weeks? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he was in the news for a while. Yeah. Yes. Oops. And I forgot to turn off my phone. Uh oh, it's making dinging sounds. I kept hearing you in here like playing with the Amber Destiny doll. <laughs> yes, that's because actually I was. Cause, so yesterday when we put that video of the Calvin Johnson thing up, um, 
I talked about, so if any of you out there have video editing software, please feel free to create your own montage. Or don't. Of Sarah doing the Calvin Johnson. And uh, I created one with the uh, Amber Destiny soundtrack along Seriously? with it. Seriously? Yeah. It's, it's, um, I think it's something really special. So we might have to upload that, the first oh, take on God. it. Cause you, cause in the video too, you're talking about how, uh, you don't, let All me right, see. Alright, now featuring Sarah X Dylan doing the Calvin Johnson. Alright, I'm gonna do it with the same intensity, so I have to, okay. have to focus cause it took it really seriously. Okay. I wish we had some Ted Leo to listen to, so that I could kind of mimic it. Well. Alright, here we go. Might just have to go by memory. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's perfect, too, because your dance actually matches right up to it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> What's the teacup part? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That is awesome. Okay. <laughs> so we might have to put that one up too. A double dose of the Calvin Johnson. No, people are already tired of watching it. We don't want to force it down people's throats. Oh no, this is a whole new experience now. You said in the thing you wanted music. Now it has music. Once again, feel free to uh, edit this on your own. Wherever you may be. <laughs> We're turning this thing viral. Everybody's, no. everybody's going to do their own take on it. I didn't realize what it was... I just thought it was something silly that we were doing in your backyard. I didn't realize that it would merit such a big response. Be worldwide? It's not going to be worldwide. It's not going to be anything. It's going to be Portland-wide. Oh, no. I think it's going worldwide. Val featuring Sarah Dillard. That sounds like I'm a stripper. <laughs> Not coming up on stage. On stage next, boys, it's Sarah Dillon. The Sarah Triple X Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, that's your porn name. That, that is my porn name. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what my porn... We talked about this before. I don't know what my porn name would be. Is there like a porn name generator? Oh, probably. Online that we could find? Let's see. Let's look it up. I don't know what one I would... Porn name with. generator. I mean, obviously, there's all, there's all kinds of things you can do with my last name, but... Um, we need something besides. That's too easy. All right, so let's see. Greg Nibbler. Generate. Ron Maxim. <laughs> That's not bad. I kind of like that one. I'm putting you in for another one. Oh, it keeps coming up Ron Maxim. I guess that's you. What would mine be? This one says Dirk Stroker. <laughs> I don't know if I, I like, like that one. I like Whoa. Ron Maxim. Mine is, oh, I'm going under male names. I'm like, why is mine Dirk Kung Fu Grip? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are doing this in real time, too. Next Greg's going to cut his hair. <laughs> ah, here we go. Oh, my God. Sweaty Dark Holer. <laughs> Bow featuring Sweaty Dark Holer. Dark Holer? Yes, Dark Holer. Dark Holer? I'm On the stage next, boys. Get your dollar bills ready. Sweaty dark holer. <laughs> well, speaking of sweaty dark holers, so last night, Nibs and I, after the show yesterday, yes, we recorded another vacation show. And uh, this one is probably one of the most extremely graphic shows we have ever done. Ever. I mean, actually, the, no, not even probably. It is. No, it is. Yeah, it's... We had... So we were recording our vacation show. This one's going to be the final one. Yeah. Yeah, so you'll hear this uh, next Friday, whatever whatever date that is. Yeah, next Friday this will be playing. It is quite possibly... Some of the things said on that show are some of the worst things I have ever heard. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not... And, I, and you know, like, not... It's not just like, you know, like, there's, you know, genocide and that kind of stuff. That's terrible. But I mean, like, that aside, like, as for stories that people can tell one another... Yeah. I don't... Yeah, I, I can't think of anything even remotely close to some of the stuff that we heard. I mean, it's it still is disturbing to me. Just thinking about, and some of it. Oh god! Yeah. So anyway, so we had um yeah. a couple we had a couple special guests in yesterday who mm -hmm. you guys would definitely recognize. Mm -hmm. Um, good friends of ours had them on, and things just went horribly, 
horribly awry. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, it's the first time too that we've ever had a warning at the beginning of this show. So yes. when you hear this, it will have an extremely graphic a, a warning about uh, how extremely graphic the episode because, is. Yeah, I mean we're just we're not too censored, but we might have had to maybe edit some stuff down because it was. Like, this is us protecting you, because yeah. it is some of the stuff, like, I wish I You don't want to hear some of the stuff. I want to unhear it. Yeah. I want to unhear it. Like, the problem it is, is that it can never happen. It never can. It never can. And it's... I have visuals in my head that I wish would go away, but that I can't get rid of them. Just visualizing some of and the stuff that we heard. And that last little detail. Yeah. That. That was what uh, put it over the top. But it is a really good show. It's uh It is. The stuff I mean it's still we we did I don't know. We we left a lot of stuff in. We might have had to maybe edit down some stuff, but I mean regardless the bulk of it is in there. Yeah. But some of it's just too much. Like quite Ugh. quite possibly nothing no other story I have ever heard has been as gross as that one. No. No, I can't think of anything. Not not a true story. Yeah. But there are a couple of them um, also before that story. Yeah, I haven't heard anything quite as gross as those ones either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so all, all that you'll get uh, next Friday. Uh, I believe that's April 2nd um, for the Fun Employment Radio Vacation finale. Yes. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we're recording our final one today, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. After the show. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so we've been uh, talking about what we're doing for this one. Yes, yeah, so I think we came up with something good. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be really good. Because I might have to have some more. I some might beers. have some beer. Okay. Speaking of which. <laughs> oh, you already have one? All right, well, then fuck it. I'm going to open this. Yeah, one. we might as well. It's been sitting in your room. It's all warm. Right. Yeah, this is kind of gross. It's a warm Pabst. You have yourself like a, a ham sandwich. Warm ham sandwich. Cheers. Mm. So what did you do uh, last night after we got done recording? Well, I tried to cleanse my mind of that terrible yeah, story. Yeah, I know. Actually, I didn't do anything. I was exhausted yesterday. So, um, yes, I ended up going home. Eating some pizza and, um, and <laughs> eating some pizza. Eating some pizza, and I wanted something kind of. Mild. You were talking about pizza all day yesterday. Seriously, that's all I could think about. <laughs> all I wanted was pizza, and pizza was mine. And I did that asshole thing too, where like Take I went your to reward. I took my reward. Um, where you know the the business that I went to get the pizza at closes at nine, uh -huh. and I didn't realize what time it was, so I got over there at eight fifty eight. Oh no! I I felt so. So everybody's bad. just staring at you, like really. Well, and then it was like this is stuff. Okay, so. Whatever, I went to Papa Murphy's. Okay. Uh, the one, it's like down on Powell. Okay. Uh, so anyway, went down there, and uh, I go in, and there are two women working there. And one of them is super friendly, and the other one was just giving me a fucking death look. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, you know, because the door was still unlocked. And this one girl's like, no, no, absolutely not. She's like, just come in, you can get a pizza, it's no problem. The other girl is just like glaring at her like... <laughs> fucking bitch I couldn't and this girl's making me really uncomfortable I'm well like, I mean it's business and they're technically still open and mm -hmm. it only takes them like five minutes to make pizzas no and they already had you know like all the things the bins cleared out but they had you know like um, plastic lining like on the things so that they could still like make the pizza and stuff and this girl was so rude and she's just like $9.99 and like you know glaring just like you know like slapping things around Meanwhile, the other girl was just complete being super friendly but I mean, I understand. I didn't realize that they closed at nine, though. But the door was still. Yeah, open. Yeah, I mean, I can understand being frustrated if you're on their end, but you cannot ever take that out on the customer. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I've worked customer service, and that's the way it is. I mean, if you're open, they should be happy they're getting business, especially now. You know, I mean, any place you you have to help the customer. Well, I mean. it was funny too because there were um, like two high school kids. You could tell, and you could see one of them's going to be successful in life. The other <laughs> one is going to like get impregnated by her high school boyfriend and like you know work it. At... I love how you made the judgment she's going to get pregnant just by the fact that she was. I don't know, she she had um she had the slut gene. Oh really? Oh yeah. You could tell. Totally could tell. Like like black coal eyeliner, like rimming oh. her eyes, like the claw bangs, and she just looked very angry. That's yeah. Yeah. That's pretty indicative of a slut gene. Yeah, very angry. But the other girl was just like so nice. It was yeah, it was ridiculous. The so, I my, <laughs> so I had my pizza. It was really good. <laughs> she, she was mad that she was serving you pizza, so she's a slut. And she's gonna get pregnant. <laughs> That's awesome. No, maybe not the pregnant thing, but she definitely did not. She should not be working in the service industry. Yeah, it's like, how do you get a job? You know, like where you can hide behind in the, the back scenes. of a warehouse or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't deal with customers. Mm -mm. It's not it's not your forte. Then I, I felt myself. I'm like, I'm so hungry, but I feel really guilty about ordering food at this establishment that is open. Were you able to watch her make the pizza? No, thank God she didn't. The friendly girl did. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, because angry girl was at the till. Okay, yeah, because mm. you don't want uh, you wouldn't want to eat that afterwards. You never know. That's all I'm saying. Oh, why did you have to bring that up? Next Friday. Next Friday. Might have something special, to do with that. Special vacation episode. Um, 
Yeah, so, uh, well, last night, too, I, I wanted to cleanse my mind of some of the stuff that I heard. Uh, but then I decided to watch The Hurt Locker, which is not a good way to cleanse your mind of anything. Yeah, isn't that all kind of boring? It, really it is. It is. Yeah, it's it, pretty much both of those things. I mean, it's a really good movie, um, but it is super intense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's about uh, it's about Iraq and about, you know, the modern war, the war going on right now. And, um, yeah, these people that clear bombs. And so... And just pretty much every second of the movie, you never know if someone's going to die. Like, basically their entire lives are, okay, could die right now, could die right now, could die right now. I mean, it's it's so intense. Do a lot of people die in it? Um, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, people people definitely die in it. And some pretty brutal uh, scenes. They're like in pieces? Uh, there's, I won't even describe what okay. some of it is. Yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. But, I mean, not as much as you would expect for a war movie. But there's the the ones they do show are pretty brutal. Um but it's a, it's a really good movie. I mean, I would definitely suggest watching it if you like war movies. I hate war movies. Yeah, well, then you wouldn't like this. Well, my dad was in the military, and he would always force my sister and I to watch war movies. I remember being trapped in, um, in a movie theater on base, and we were, like, the only family in there. It was me and my dad and my sister and my mom. And he made us sit through Gettysburg and uh. wouldn't let us leave. And Heather and I were just hysterically crying because we were really young when it came out, too. And all these people are getting blown off. You know, and everyone dies in the end. It was yeah. the most horrific thing i hate it oh see i love those movies i mean this one this one's a little different because it's something actually happening right now that kind of puts a different spin on it to Mm -hmm. me um so i i don't know maybe it's more informative than some of the other ones but yeah i do like old war movies actually i'm super excited pacific is starting to air now on hbo i don't have hbo so i gotta find figure out a way to watch it Uh but uh, did you ever watch band of brothers i did not oh band of brothers is awesome it's so good it follows like this whole troop from which you probably wouldn't care, but it follows them from D-Day, and they made it all the way to Hitler's castle, and like went went to Auschwitz, I believe it was, and all kinds of stuff. And it's a true story, and so they actually consulted with some of the real guys and uh, and reenacted everything they did. And now they're doing the uh, Pacific, okay. so they're going to do, do the whole Pacific theater. No, I've heard everyone who's ever seen Band of Brothers just talks about how amazing. it oh, is. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And it's the same guys doing uh, Pacific too. So I think it's Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg and um, and that whole crew is doing this one so I'm so excited about it well I appreciate the education that you get from like seeing like historical like war movies like what people have actually gone through Mm -hmm. it's just so I just you know I had to watch them at such a young age that I just want to stay away from them as much as possible do you like cowboy movies? yeah I like cowboy movies better than war movies yeah? yeah yeah I I like the cowboy movies too well another thing um, like that's why I wouldn't want to watch Hurt Locker as well because my dad was in um, the Persian Gulf War Mm -hmm. and that was one of the functions of the ship that he was on he was on a battleship for two years and he actually, they deactivated mine. The clip. Oh, wow. So that was scary because I was in like fifth grade, you know, knowing that, you know, I'm not going to see daddy for six months, you know, because he could come into port. Um, like they'd come in maybe for like, you know, like a couple days every yeah. six months, two year. Like I only saw him like like two or three times within a couple of years during the Persian Gulf War. So that was really freaky to know because my mom was trying to like, you know, make sure that my sister and I weren't really aware of how dangerous it was. But oh, then, yeah. You know, later on, he's like, yeah, we were just, you know, deactivating mines right outside of Kuwait That's the all. time. Like, no big deal. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Something super easy. I'm glad I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and actually, we got an email from a listener, and I'll, uh, I'll get this up here. Um, a listener who's in Iraq, and he was in Saddam's palace, the bombed out palace where Saddam was no when the shit. war started. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which I think is, is uh, and I could be wrong on this, but I believe is kind of a base. Um, uh, for the troops right now, and in the dust on one of the tables, he wrote "Fun Employment Radio," and he sent us a picture of it. It's, Are you kidding? It's me? incredible in Saddam's palace. In Saddam's palace, "Fun Employment Radio" is written in Saddam's palace in the Bath oh. Party headquarters. Funemploymentradio.com. and that's from our uh, listener Charles, who's over in oh Iraq my right now. God. So thank you, Charles. Uh, yes, thank you so much. So we will uh, we'll put that up at uh, funemploymentradio.com so everybody can look at it. It's it's kind of crazy to no, think that about. That is insane to think about. Yeah, that's where Saddam was when the when the war started, and now our name is in there. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. I love people. Yes. You guys are amazing. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. It's so nice outside here right now. It's beautiful. It's kind of cold, though, but you know it's not going to be cold? Mexico! Mexico! Oh. So you're leaving, what, on on Thursday? Yeah, and I went tanning today. It's my last tanning before then. <laughs> Do I'm you feel adequately back. tanned? I feel adequately tanned. I don't feel adequately thin. I, You know, I was on, like, my you know, water aerobics and, like, crunches regimen, and, like, the past couple of weeks I've just, you know, given up. 
fuck, I mean, last time I'm eating pizza. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then today, I think your roommate Josh offered us some pizza as well. So oh, like, yeah, that's right. I'll have a piece. Yeah, I might have to have some of that pizza, actually. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so you're leaving on Thursday. And we're going to do the show Thursday morning. Yeah. Before, uh, before, we, before you head out. And then I'm heading out over the weekend to Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. I don't know why I just did that, but... Are you guys going to see any shows? Uh, maybe. Actually, we're talking about going to, um, you know how they have those timeshare things where basically they throw a bunch of free stuff at you to listen to their spiel? Yeah. For like an hour and or something? And they guilt you into like doing it at the end? Yeah. Well, they, they, they try, try to, to anyway. Yeah. yeah, but um, I think Katie and I, we may end up signing up for one of those things just to get like free show tickets and some money or something. That You guys are both ballsy enough to do that too. Well, we have a good system because Katie is gullible and will say yes to – she will cave to pressure pretty easy uh-huh. when they uh, start saying, do you want to buy this? And then I can be the guy that says – Are you going to be the like, angry I'll be the, I'll be the angry husband. Yeah, I'd be like, no, we can't do that. I don't know. I don't think so. And you know, just see if we can get something out of them. I think you should totally do that. I think we might do it. Actually, it's funny because my my parents do this all the time when they go to Mexico. My mom's like the biggest wheeler and dealer I've ever met. She'll go down there and they they uh they go to Cabo and they actually have a guy they call when they get down there. They've done this so many times. They'll be like, yeah, we want to go on one of the tours for the timeshares. And uh, he'll show up and he'll be like, okay, so I've got uh, 100 bucks and here's a big bottle of tequila. My mom will be like, oh... I don't know. You know, I think we're probably fine right now. Okay, well, uh, here's some silver necklaces. Oh, maybe. And she'll work it up. I mean, she'll come back with, like, almost enough money to pay for the trip. Holy crap. Because she wheels and deals this whole thing and ends up, like, and then she always brings back bottles of tequila and Kahlua that they just give to us. And, like, necklaces and silver and cash and all this all this kind of stuff. So I kind of want to see, try my hand at it and see what I can get. I think that you could, you know? I would have fun doing that. See, and I wouldn't. That's why you're so good at Bob Johnson and that's why I get, like, so nervous <laughs> with Billy Starship. <laughs> yeah, you just got to, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to do it, but it's, it's fun. <laughs> just got to roll with it? Just got to roll with it and think about, uh, I want to get something from this person. <laughs> Well, yes. it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. You take know. your reward, Greg. I take my reward. <laughs> uh, well, should we take a take a quick break Let's and do it. Um, come back? We've got some ball talk. Actually, I've got some some random stuff in ball talk today. Cool. Yes, and it, it will be uh, very informative, I believe. I have some insane shit going on in entertainment news as well. Really? Yes. All right. Well, including uh, I'm not going to say who it is, but it's the gift that keeps on giving. I'm just saying. It's not. Te- is it Tila Tequila? I wish. You know, I'm just going to look her up right now and see if I can find anything. On yeah. Her. What has she been up to lately? I guess we can talk about this in entertainment news, but maybe I'm, she's like I'm on curious. her meds or something. I want to know. I want to know what Tila Tequila is up to. Okay, well, I'll find something about her and put it in there. All right, uh, we'll be back in a second with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Did they play this at your 80s dance party on Friday? I think they did, actually. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like it would be perfect for that. I can picture a bunch of people on ecstasy dancing around crazy. Oh, yeah, all touching my sparkly dress. Uh-huh. Like, your dress is so pretty. It's so beautiful. It's fun. I mean, in lieu of yeah, going dancing on Friday and then yesterday dancing around in your yard like a Calvin Johnson. <laughs> I think I'm in I'm in a dancing phase, which is good because I'm going to Mexico, which means there'll be fun places to go dance there. Are you going to go to the clubs? Mm, I guess there are like venues, I guess, that are more like rock clubs. Yeah. And like not, you know, like Humpty Humpty Grindy clubs. Yeah. I don't want anyone... I don't like it when people touch me that I don't know. Yeah, like because that's what a lot of... I mean, I've never been to... Where are you going? Uh, Puerto Vallarta? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've never been there. But in Cabo, we went to some of the Humpty Grindy clubs, and it's... Yeah, it's just not my scene. <laughs> it's not mine either. I just... I. Like that's some like it's a mating ritual for some people. Yeah, for me, it just does not work. It does not. That is not the way I find myself attracted to somebody. <laughs> and plus, I wouldn't want to date anybody who wants to like grind themselves oh on my like, butt. <laughs> I don't know my, you, but I'm gonna rub this all over you. Those girls who do that dancing too. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the butt Bend grinding over. on the penis dancing. <laughs> like you know, those girls are all saying, "Oh shit." Ah! <laughs> I don't know what just there happened are too right many there. Too many chords over here. Now those girls, you know, are all just like uh-huh. total yeah. strangers. <laughs> yeah, they're like r- like rubbing on them. I'm like, really seriously, you want a total strangers like who ah next to your ooh ooh ah. <laughs> it's technical medical terms. Yes, um, I just I don't understand it. I guess maybe I'm old. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I did that in 
college, I probably, you know, I'd grind, grind or whatever. You <laughs> ground, sound really bad. You ground on girls? Yeah. I grounded on them. I never even did that. Yeah? Yeah. Not even in college? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've always just, that's why I like 80s dancing, because that's usually how I've always danced. Yeah, it's pretty harmless. Yeah, we went to, uh, when we were in Cabo, we went to Sammy Hagar's club, Cabo Wabo, which that was pretty fun. Cabo Wabo? Cabo Wabo. That's the name of his, his club. And he's got, he's got uh, tequila, too, called Cabo Wabo. Actually, his tequila is really good. Have you ever had it? comes I in a blue so. bottle. Mm-mm. Um, I, I'm sure you can probably get it here now, but I think it's kind of expensive. But it's it's not too badly priced in Mexico. You should try it. Okay. Yeah, it's good. And you know what I want you to not try? What? Don't go to Margaritaville. Please promise me that. No. I hate Mar- Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. In yeah. Vegas. No. That place is so awful. Every time I would walk by there, just like the drunkest dipshits, you know. Oh, yeah. But like, you know, with their plastic cups, you know, mm-hmm. like hooting and hollering every time. Because I was staying at Imperial Palace one time when I was there, which is right next to there. Every time you walk by, you hear that, wasting away again, mm-hmm. Margaritaville. On repeat, time, over and over and over. Or Cheeseburger in Paradise, too, over, oh, over and God. over. It was all day, every day, and I had to walk by there every day, you know, to, like, actually go down the strip, and I was just hearing Jimmy Buffett nonstop. <laughs> That's like the Hawaiian Tropics restaurant in in Planet Hollywood, or just outside of Planet Hollywood. I got a free, when I was in Vegas last time, I got a free pass to the Hawaiian Tropics um, party, because they didn't have any girls there. And so my friends... <laughs> So my friends and I, it was like me and like three of my girlfriends, we were all there and they just gave us passes and, um, for free drinks for two hours. And so we just walked in there, you know, got to sit on the patio. They had like this, you know, yeah, the the patio right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was beautiful. And like people left us alone and we just sat there and drank free drinks for two hours. It was amazing. Oh, that's cool. I didn't get free drinks when I went there. I mean, I do have to admit. you're a dude. (laughs) Yeah. I do have to admit the hot tub out, out front with a bunch of chicks in bikinis hanging out and it was, you know, I'm not going to say that was, I was angry about that. I mean. Well, the chicks who worked there were actually really cool because yeah. they, they could tell that we were just kind of normal girls in there. It's like, here you go, honey. So, like, take a couple at a time. So we'd just sit there. Because they're probably Damn. used to, like, being grabbed and stuff. That oh, yeah. That's probably Douchebag Central. Mm-hmm. And wait, I was there. No. Oh, wait. That's kind of weird. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't grab anybody. I don't No, you don't seem women. grabby. I'm but not then grabby. again, I didn't think that you were, um, like, grindy. I mean, I'm, th- I'm sure I probably did in college. You know, I don't know. You know you did. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Chicks willing. <laughs> wow, I'm just making myself sound awesome. Let's talk about balls. Because <laughs> I'm a man. You're a man. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Ah. That's my man sports voice. It was quite manly. Coming up next on Sports Talk. In the NBA, the Blazers. All right, that's enough of that. Hey, you're hurting my ears. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to do that, actually, for very long. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, in NBA news, the Blazers held a press conference yesterday with uh, President Larry Miller and Kevin Pritchard, who uh, Kevin Pritchard being the GM and Larry Miller being the president. <laughs> and it was it was kind of an awkward uh, press conference. They were kind of they were were talking about the firing of. Um, Kevin Pritchard's assistant and whether Kevin Pritchard's job as general manager was in jeopardy and Larry Miller being the president was standing right next to him and he really didn't do anything to dispel the the rumors that Kevin Pritchard's job is on the line. standing right next to him? Yeah, it was a, it was kind of a mutual press conference and Larry Miller just said, uh, yeah, well, you know, at the end of the season, we'll make an evaluation the same as we do with everyone, which uh, basically that means it? that, yes, Kevin Pritchard's job is on the line. Which is kind of ridiculous. So there's a lot of rumors as to why it is that his uh, job is on the line. Some people, I guess, are saying that people higher up than him uh, think that he's getting too much of the credit for the Blazers' turnaround. So basically they're jealous. And that um, the Blazers' players like him too much and the public likes him too much. Which Why is that a problem? Exactly. Which seems like that would be a good thing. But, you know, obviously I guess people get jealous and they're maybe people higher up are more nervous about their jobs because this guy's doing so good. Uh-huh. You know, they, they think that he, maybe he's going to take over or something like that. And then there's also rumors that, you know, people say that he's pompous and then he's arrogant and that, uh, you know, he's, he's... Even though he's well-liked. Even though he's well-liked by everyone and he has been pretty much the architect of turning the Blazers around, or at least one of the main people. But, I mean, maybe it's a combination of both, but either way, it's, it's kind of ridiculous to start threatening the GM's job when you're fighting for the playoff position right now and mm. getting ready to go in the playoffs. Blazers are finally turning things around from the injuries. They're looking good. It's, it seems completely unnecessary to start doing this, but that's what's going on with them. Blazers always know how to ruin a good thing. 
That uh, is fucked up. That's too bad. Yeah, it is. So hopefully they, they start quelling this and this stuff goes away. Uh, let's see. Also in the NBA, the Cleveland Cavaliers have signed Zydrunas Ogaskis, the same guy they pretty much fake traded um, a couple of months ago. And then the other team released him. And then magically he's a free agent. Oh, and he signed back with his team. So basically the Cleveland Cavaliers got uh, a good player for nothing and then got Zydrunas back. Okay. So pretty much they didn't they didn't get rid of anything. They just added to their team. That's one of those loopholes that people are trying to figure out how to uh, stop teams from doing that. But oh, it, was it the loophole thing that you're talking about? Like a few weeks back? Uh, it's okay. a loophole thing. Yeah, it's the same way that the Lakers got Pau Gasol. They traded for him, and then the player they traded for basically just got bought out by the other team and went right back to the Lakers. So it's it's kind of ridiculous how it works. Um, let's see, Gilbert Arenas. We haven't talked about him for a while. So he is the guy who brought the gun into the Washington Wizards uh, stadium okay. or, or arena. Uh, so the prosecutors are getting ready to do the sentencing, and they are recommending three months in jail for him for bringing the guns into the city. And uh, part of the reason that they're going for the term is the attorney is saying that the uh, prosecuting attorney is saying that Gilbert Arenas has shown little genuine remorse for anything other than how this incident may affect his career. And they're saying that if any other individual without fame, power, and the wealth of this defendant brought four firearms into the district for the purpose of a similar confrontation, the government would seek their incarceration and the court would almost certainly give it. Mm-hmm. Which is true. It is. You know, and it's, uh, I like this guy because he's not letting, letting Gilbert Arenas off for being rich and famous. Cool. So hopefully that is what happens with him because he is a jackass. Uh, another jackass is the New Jersey Nets uh, CEO, Brett Yormark, I believe is how you say his name. So the New Jersey Nets were playing the other night and one of the uh, fans in the stadium was actually wearing a uh, paper bag over his head with the holes cut out. And there's a picture of it right here. We'll put this up at FunEmploymentRadio.com, too, which is kind of funny because the Nets, of course, are the worst team in the league, and they're trying to fight not having the worst record of all time in the NBA. So they've got to win a couple more games, which may be impossible for them. Um, And I guess this CEO left his courtside seats and saw this guy with the paper bag and asked him, why are you wearing that? And the guy responded sarcastically, because the Nets are so good. And uh, I guess uh, the CEO freaked out and started yelling at him, and it was almost became a physical confrontation over uh, really? this guy wearing the paper bag over a its faceless head. guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's just funny. It's like, dude, you're the CEO. Understand, your team sucks, and this guy can do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. You should be lucky he bought a ticket. Absolutely. You know, you should be lucky that anybody's going to your games right now. And yes, that is your job to make the team better, and you're sucking at it. And all they could do was wearing is a paper paper bag over his head. <laughs> Somebody I, needs a sense of humor. Seriously. It reminds me of the time when the Blazers were doing bad and they had uh, Bob Witsit was their GM. And somebody brought in a sign that said, Trade Witsit. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Blazers freaked out, kicked the guy out of the game. Or I think it was a lady. Kicked them out of the game. And um, yeah, basically made them leave in the middle of the game. And so this lady ended up going to the press about it. And then the Blazers, oh, uh, yeah, sorry about that. And tried to give her free tickets. She was just like, it's ridiculous. So anyway, that's uh, that's what's going on with that. Um, let's see. Something uh, actually awesome happened in golf. So have you ever been golfing? Golf I golf? have gone to like Edgefield. I've done like the pitch and putt thing. And I've, yeah. done, I've hit balls. But I've never actually been golfing, golfing. Okay. Well, um, I've, I've been golfing a couple of times. I suck at golfing. Actually, I worked at a, I worked at a country club for a while. So I, I, I have golf, but I'm terrible at it. But I do love it. And uh, apparently this... Something incredible happened in San Diego. So there was a foursome playing playing around a golf, and two guys in the same foursome hit a hole in one back to back on the same hole. I mean, which that's the odds of that. Uh, somebody calculated is like seventeen million to one for that. Wow. To happen. Yeah, and so this actually just happened to these guys, and uh, I don't know, that is insane. So he got a hole-in-one of one thing, and then he went to the next one. And no, got- it was two different guys oh, in the okay. same foursome. So one guy went up. Smacked a hole in one. The next guy came up on the same hole, smacked another hole in one. Weird. I mean, seventeen million to one for that to even happen. So I guess uh, the the country club or wherever, yeah, Heights Bernardo Heights Country Club gave everybody free drinks for the rest of the afternoon to celebrate it. But that's insane. If you golf, you know how crazy that is mm-hmm. that that could actually happen. Um, let's see. So moving on here. Oh, uh, we have some rowing news. Rowing news? Yes, I oh. know. We're so excited about rowing news. Hot dog. So, uh, but this is kind of funny and, and really sad at the same time. So there's a, apparently this thing called the Atlantic Rowing Race that's going on where they row from, uh, from Europe somewhere and they row to the Americas. Okay. And I don't, honestly, I don't, I think the ending place is in Antigua, in the Caribbean islands. So 
this it's a 2500 mile rowing race with a pair of people in each boat and this this one group was in uh, 15th position they made it 2499 miles and then crashed on a reef a mile off of <laughs> off of Antigua wow how bad would that suck they they've been at sea for 76 days 76 days of this, and the last mile, I mean, I'm sure they could see the island right there, and then they beach themselves on a reef a mile off of the island. Oh, that sucks. Oh, I'd be, and then they were automatically disqualified because they uh, they had uh, beached themselves. So anyway, that, that would suck. That's <laughs> that all I be, can say. That would be slightly frustrating. That would uh, make for a bad day. Um, who else had a bad day? Well, in NCAA, there was a... Uh, a bit of a fight that uh, occurred with a North Carolina State football player, J.R. Sweezy. Yes, his last name's Sweezy. That's kind of a cool last name, actually. Um, the Sweeze. The Sweeze Meister. Like That's what it was like, the Sweeze. The Sweezinator. Uh, Stop. <laughs> Sweezenstein. Um, okay, he's a uh, defensive tackle for North Carolina State, and he's been suspended indefinitely because he got into a late night fight with a 65 year old man. He was apparently taking a shuttle, which they, they have at a lot of campuses. You know, they're basically drunk buses to, mm-hmm. to shuttle people back and forth. And this guy is 20 years old, too, mind you. So who knows where he was at drinking. Um, and he was riding the shuttle, and apparently he's, he's six foot five, 293 pounds, and was getting very rowdy. And the bus driver asked him to leave. He was like, you got to get off of my bus because you're too insane right now. Um, the guy got really mad, walked up, and uh, they have a tip jar for these shuttle bus drivers, knocked over the tip jar, swung with his hand and threw it all over the bus, and then got out and was yelling and, and uh, yelling a whole bunch of profanity to this guy. And the bus driver got out to uh, confront him about something. Uh, something I don't know what he was going to say. Uh-huh. And this guy got mad and basically turned into a big physical altercation. Guy was arrested and uh, now has been suspended yeah, indefinitely from... From North Carolina State. Huh. What a giant jackass, Yes, too. what a moron. I mean, seriously, you're going to attack a 65-year-old dude because you're underage, drunk on the shuttle, causing a problem. Genius. Most likely, this is a free shuttle as well, because that's probably why a tip <laughs> jar is there. Good job, jerk-off. Um, let's see. Uh, in other NCAA football news, Oregon State is uh, going to be opening their football season at... Texas Christian University. So Texas Christian was just in the, I believe they were in the Fiesta Bowl. So they they actually have a really good team. And uh, Oregon State's going to be opening the season at their uh, at their stadium. They're playing actually at the Cowboys Stadium. So this is going to be a pretty big game, broadcast live on ESPN. And um, hopefully, if the Blazers can, or I mean, if the Peavers can win that, it'll be uh, very good to start their season off. If they lose, it will be once again that they suck it up on national television. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, that doesn't happen. All right. Time for a little bit of news. Now, there's not much going on in the uh, NCAA uh, basketball right now, but we must talk about the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions. Wow. March Madness 2010 bracket. Champions. Uh, So, Michigan State, the team that knocked off, uh, who did they knock off? Maryland. Maryland, the team that I had going. Mm. Well, Michigan State is now going to be without one of their best players from that game. So he has been injured. He's going to be out for four to six months, which is probably going to screw them over in this next game when they play. Um, I think they're playing uh, University of Northern Iowa, actually. And uh, It was Maryland versus... It was Maryland versus Michigan State. And Michigan State's the one that hit the last second three-pointer and ruined my bracket. Completely ruined it, bastards. You can't Looking find where see, yeah, Mich- they're in the upper left hand side of the uh, of the bracket. Oh, yeah, I went for uh, New Mexico. Uh, no, that's uh, I think you're on the wrong side on that one. Oh, never mind. Well, whatever it was, I was wrong. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and actually, you can check take a look at our brackets too at funemploymentradio.com under the events section. Sarah and I's brackets are up there. Oh, should uh, we look at the winners for today too? Well, nobody's played today. Oh, good. Uh, there's there's no games until Thursday. Thursday is the next game, so. That is when I will fully be taking the lead. I'm um, doing so crappy. Well, and speaking of uh, University of Northern Iowa, too, we were talking about this. Um, there was something kind of kind of amazing, this video montage they put together. So the last time UNI won a game in the NCAA tournament was 20 years ago. And they put up this video showing, and it was at the same time, it was a last-second three-pointer that basically won the game for him. And there's this video of that going on where they matched up the the game from 20 years ago to the game that just happened, and it's almost identical shot, identical time on the clock, 
identical uh, placement of all of the players. I mean, that it's is un- messed up. It's uncanny how similar it is to to what happened twenty years ago. And this video is up it's at from the same angle, same, same angle, pass. same pass, same three point shot. The guy's shots are almost exactly the same. Their shooting style is almost exactly the same. And the reaction of all the players is almost exactly the same. Oh, it's, that's weird. It's really it's... weird. So that video is going to be up at FunEmploymentRadio.com. You can take a look at that and uh, see if they beat... See, this is a game now where I have no investment in because I didn't have either of these teams going. Yeah. So uh, I'm rooting for Northern Iowa. There you go. Yeah, I think they should win it. And that, uh, that's all I have for today's news on the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions. March Madness 2010, Brad. That includes this edition of Balta. <laughs> And I'm going to open another beer. All right, and I will drink a warm PBR. <laughs> I've got a cold Henry Weinhardt's. Oh, look at that. I don't really like green beers. Really? Yeah. Well, See, minus Mickey's, but that doesn't really count because that's just... Yeah, like that's not really a green yeah. beer. Um, yeah, I'm all right with green beers. I can't drink them all the time. I'm still mad about Weinhardt's leaving Portland, though, and being sold out. When did that happen? Uh... Like ten years ago, I think. Mm. I know it was like a year. Hang on to that anger, Greg. I'm so angry. I know it was like, what, what, I mean, it was. Oh, it's been here for over a hundred years, like 130 years or something like that. Mm. Downtown in the well, what's now Henry's in the the brewery blocks or whatever. Oh yeah, doesn't it have like a top patio and stuff. I think I've uh, I've heard of it. I've never been down there. Okay, yeah, they I they converted it into a bar, but it, they used to brew the beer right downtown. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it'd been there forever. I remember like Henry Weinhardt's back in the day. Even put a proposal to the city to pump beer through the fountains downtown. He was going to do it for free just to advertise his beer. That, like, could you imagine that? That would be a fucking mess. Just walk downtown, hold a hold a bucket out, and get a bucket full of beer for free. That'd be amazing. You know, if any place was going to do it, it sounds like something Portland would mm-hmm. do. Yeah, I can't remember why it didn't have. Well, there's probably a lot of reasons oh, why you, they didn't. You can't remember why, really? <laughs> you know what would be nice if, if they quarantined off, like, you know, four blocks by four blocks of Portland and just had it, you know, like all the entrances blocked so you could only, like, ha- hang around that certain area if you were, like, oh, yeah. 21 and over. And then that way you could have all the water fountains flowing with beer. Oh, that'd be amazing. It would be like. A whole bunch of tables and seating outside. Oh, that would be cool. Covered. Well, you could even do, like, they have in downtown Vegas, have, like, a covered walkway where you can just there you hang go. out there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you're going to have so much fun in Vegas. I know. It is. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm. I'm just thinking about all the stuff. I mean, we may end up just hanging out too, and just like. I mean, we're just going to do whatever happens to come our way. Because mm-hmm. it seems like uh, every other time, Kitty and I have gone on vacation, have been like big planned out. You know, I mean, they're vacations, but you're always doing something. Got to go somewhere, and this is just going to be. We're going to have some drinks and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. You know, because planned out vacations are fun, but sometimes it's really nice to just you know relax. Yeah. Yep, and just hang out. So that's uh, that's pretty much what our plan is. And walk down the strip drinking, of course. Of course. Yeah, which we got to do that. <laughs> you definitely should. Yes. And watch the March Madness games, which that's going to be cool. Is Katie still kicking your ass? She's tied with me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about me. Which I'm is embarrassing. The... <laughs> I'm like 420-something now. Oh, and I have, I've put some more thought into what your ringtone is going to be, too. Okay. Do you know, is it something that we might have been discussing? Something we might have been discussing. Damn it. Yep, and uh, maybe a loop of some things. <laughs> it's going to be amazing, to use your word. Well, I mean, maybe, you know, if it, I could still pick up, right? Can I right, still... yeah, sure. I Actually, technically, I think you it tells what the possibility of points you could score if everything went your way. Mm-hmm. And you're actually ahead of me in that. So in if everything went your way, you could still you could still win. You could still beat me. Okay. Likelihood of that is probably like 80 million to one, but I'm just saying. Oh, thanks, Greg. I appreciate I appreciate you being so kind to me. Yeah, that's what I do. I bring hope. All right, screw you. You want to do entertainment news? Yeah. Okay, well, since I was trying to be nice to you, after you were fucking heckling me, I found a Chila Tequila story just to make you happy. Oh. But I think, I might, I think I'm just going to skip right over it. Oh, come on. You can't hold that personally. All right, well, it isn't very much. Okay. But um, it's it's the best I could find on such short notice. Getting rid of her old island uh, items, Tila Tequila held a garage sale at her L.A. home <laughs> over the weekend to sell all of her belongings for her unborn child. <laughs> Forcing her surprise at the overanxious fans who turned up at her house, the 20-year-old said the first batch of people just grabbed everything off the rack. They just loved me. They don't even know what they were buying. 
A, a public garage sale? She invited all of her fans to come over to her house because she was selling a bunch of her belongings to make money for her unborn child. I would so have gone to that. I know. That... Just to see what kind of mess reality is and what kind of stuff she was selling. Oh, I'm going to be in LA too for like a couple of days, and I want like I wish that it was you this sh- weekend instead of last. Oh, man, yeah, you should just go there anyway. Yeah. Well, she explains also that she wanted to raise money uh, to move to a less chaotic locale to follow uh, to focus on her motherhood. So she's still pregnant, I guess. Well, what about this uh, Russian baby or whatever that she adopted? The Russian baby's kind of on the back burner right now. Oh, okay, but this one she's she's focusing on the one that's growing inside of her. And she said she's decided to finally take some time off and move to Texas. She's going to take care of her baby for a while there without any distraction. She wants a little peace in her life. That's okay. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> okay. In Michael Jackson news, seriously, uh. I know. It's almost over. Like, they're, they're getting to the end of it. But supposedly now it's being reported that Michael Jackson's doc, uh, doctor halted CPR on the pop star and delayed calling paramedics so that he could clean up drug vials that were at the scene. Oh. So Jackson was reportedly still alive. Um, so Jackson's logistic director, uh, logistics director, who was in the room when Jackson's body was discovered, said investiga- uh, told investigators that he had rushed to Jackson's room and saw the star lying in his bed, an IV attached to his leg, his mouth open, and his eyes were open. But it didn't look like there were signs of life, but it looked like he s- could have still been breathing. Uh, the... Sorry, so he delayed calling? Yeah, so this wasn't this isn't his logistics logistics director. That is the hardest phrase to say. Logistics director. Logistics director. Logistics director. Logistics director. Logistics director. Logistics director. That's like a warm up for doing some kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it says, I got. <laughs> so it says he walked in, saw Dr. Murray there, and Dr. Murray was working fran- uh, frantically at one point performing mouth to mouth resuscitation while the logistics director took over CPR. Logistics director. Logistics director. The documents also detail an odd encounter with Murray after Jackson was declared dead after arriving at the nearby hospital. Murray insisted that he needed to return to the mansion to get, this is weird, to get cream that Jackson had used so that the world wouldn't find out about it. Cream that Jackson had used so the world wouldn't find out about it. I don't even understand that. Uh, And this is in the statements, but uh, according to the statements, they provided no elaboration. So he was... So basically, he had cleaned up a bunch of vials all around Michael Jackson, and he had to hide some secret cream that Michael Jackson was using that the world should not know about. (laughs) What kind of cream is this? I don't know. I really want to know now. Now I'm actually interested again. (laughs) What the hell kind of cream are they trying to hide? I want to know Michael Jackson's magic cream. I don't know. Maybe it's like one of his skin bleaching creams or something. Yeah? But what? Wow. Maybe he's just seriously... I wonder what it's made of. Well, you remember the jars of urine. Maybe he was just going there to hide the jars of, of pee. Which P.S. That's a, that's a fact, by the way. Michael Keep Jackson was surrounded. In a jar. By, <laughs> he was surrounded by jars of his own urine. Okay, so you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. Who's the new tequila of the week? Skeletor whore. Michelle McGee. Yes. Michelle McGee is so afraid for. And Michelle McGee, in case uh, you live under a rock, she is the woman who purportedly had an affair with Jesse James, who's the husband of Sandra Bullock. Michelle McGee is so afraid for her safety that her children uh, and her children's safety that she's hired security around her 24 hours a day to protect her. She's been receiving angry letters, comments, and messages since the story broke of her alleged affair with Jesse James, and they have become increasingly aggressive, and she's decided to take precaution against people who are out there who might want to hurt her. And I wonder why. Well, why don't we talk about why people might want to hurt her? Why? She seems like such a nice person. Michelle is a stripper at Pure Platinum in San Diego and is covered in tattoos... And it's just coming out today. One of her tattoos is a Nazi Iron Eagle and a swastika. Really? Yes. Despite that fact, she still continues to say that she is not a Nazi or a white supremacist. And she's afraid what people will think and they'll try to harm her while she's out with her kids. (laughs) Also, in terms of her not being a Nazi, TMZ actually found a picture of her refrigerator. And yes... In alphabet letters, it does spell out white power. So at some point, she actually took a picture of this. And her kid is actually, like, rooting around in the refrigerator. It's like this little boy to the back of his head. And right above the little boy's head, it says white power. Oh. Yes. No, she's just doing that to be provocative. No, it's just, she's so edgy. Right. Because Nazi's the new edgy. Yes. Okay, well, more on the tattoo. So to further prove she's no Nazi, she's trying to justify why she has the Nazi-inspired tattoo of an iron eagle and swastika strategically placed in an intimate section of her body. Where? Right above her vagina. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. She has a large she iron... She all kinds of messed up. Has a large iron eagle tattooed above her private area, a source said. 
below, and there, and we have a picture of that as well, which we'll link to it. There is a picture of this. Oh, I want to see it. Yes, below the eagle's claws is a bright red swastika, just how you see in the Nazi symbols. <laughs> McGee has already been labeled as a white supremacist after photos surfaced yesterday of her posing in a Nazi swastika armband and wearing the death's head hat. Well, who hasn't done that? Also on her Facebook page, she listed her favorite book as Mein Kampf. And has WP tattooed on the back of her thighs, which is highly speculated to stand for white power. And she's trying to deny this. She says that she's not a white supremacist. In other news, I know that everyone's been vying for this. Greg, I know this might make your day. What? My day's already been made pretty good here with Tequila and Skeletor Horror. <laughs> Skeletor Horror. Dimension Films has greenlit. Yes. Scream 4 oh. <laughs> to shoot this spring with a release date of next April, more than a decade after filming Scream 3. Wes Craven's directing and Nev Campbell, David Arquette, and Courtney Cox Arquette are reprising their roles along with a group of young actors. I can't believe it's been 10 years since Scream 3. I know. I really like wow. the Scream franchise, though. I, I like at least Scream 1 and 2. I can't mm. remember much of Scream 3. Scream 3 was a, a shit show. It was amazing. I think I had the soundtrack to it. <laughs> of course you do, Greg. Of course you do. All right, and speaking of other movies that are going to be made, well, this is a remake instead of a continue. Actually, no, this is both a continuation. This is a continuation of another franchise of movies that has been announced today. Mike Myers is reportedly working on a new Austin Powers movie. Oh, really? The director, Jay Roach, confirmed that Star Myers is developing a fourth installment of the spy spoof franchise. That third one sucked ass. Oh, no telling on whether or not... Oh, my God. I just had this epiphany. What? Oh, God. If he has Lady Gaga play some kind of secret spy in it... You know that's going to happen. I you know. already have Beyonce. I know. I know. Yep. Or Rihanna. It's going to be Lady Gaga or Rihanna. No. Yep. I, I bet he does that. And Justin Timberlake will have some role in it as well. No. With the love guru making a surprise appearance. No. I, I don't know. I mean, it was... That last one was bad. The director is also saying that Meyer's comical spy character is going to go somewhere you haven't thought of in the next movie. I'd rather see Wayne's World 3. Me too. I liked Wayne's World. I, I even liked Wayne's World 2. I... I liked Wayne's World. Is that um, Wayne Stock? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Like yeah, that. with the Jim Morrison character. <laughs> Ride the dragon, Wayne. <laughs> Whatever he says. Ride the serpent. Oh, Ride Lord. the lizard. That's it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, Wayne's World will be cool. All right. So, yeah, so there is going to be there's going to be another Scream movie. There is going to be another Austin Powers movie. And in other movie news, they have already announced today who is going to play Captain America. Do you know who that's going to be? No. Okay. Chris Evans is going to be playing Captain America. I'm not sure if I know who that he, is. You wouldn't know. He's like this goofy... He's in a bunch of movies, uh, like those mock movies. Like, you know, I know what you did last summer. Well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Chris Evans. That guy. And why is it... I look up Chris Evans and every picture is pretty much him with his shirt off. That's okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm Evans already was offered the this. role in Marvel Studios production last week, but there was some question of whether he'd accept or not. Factoring into the fa- uh, it was the choice that Evans played Johnny Storm, the flame-covered superhero. I was just going to say, yeah, is Fantastic Four? There you go, yeah. Known as the Human Torch in Fox's Fantastic Four movies. He wasn't sure if he was ready to play another superhero and take on the trappings that come with such a high-profile part. He took a few days to think it over and decided he was willing to do it, and negotiations moved quickly over the weekend. Let me fix your sound bed here. My sound bed. There we go. Uh... I don't think you should be allowed to play two superheroes. I don't think so either. Yeah, I think once you play one, that's it. That's your superhero forever. Because Fantastic Four, right? Yeah, Fantastic Not another Four. teen movie. That's what I know uh, him from. Oh, okay. Oh, and he's in Boston Public, too. I don't, he's just he's one of those people you just can't take seriously. Yeah, I mean... No, I think one superhero is your limit. That's just like, well, isn't Ryan Reynolds going to be playing another superhero, too? Like the Green Lantern or I think Ryan Reynolds, I think, is the Green Lantern. Uh, yeah, but he was already in... Um, in uh, the Watchmen. Yeah. So that's wait, one Ryan superhero. Reynolds? Yeah. What was Is in it? the Watchmen? Oh no! Wait, I, I got the Watchmen wrong. I got yeah. the wa- no. It's not the Watchmen. Oh, your geek card's being pulled. Oh, I know. My geek card has just been completely <laughs> but I'm just denied. Looking at that, and you're right. In Fantastic Four, right now. from 2005, that's only like five years ago. Playing like a character in multiple movies. Yeah, that, that's that's not okay. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was in X Men. Yeah, of course, X Men. That's go. what I meant. <laughs> we'll delete the other thing I said. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> that's, <or> that's cheating. <laughs> no, I know we won't. Okay, so that's all my movie news for today. 
Now, here's kind of some disturbing news. There's a rumor uh, around Hollywood that is kind of fucked up, so here it is. Brittany Murphy's grieving husband hit out furiously at accusations that he is sleeping with his dead wife's mother. Oh! Okay. This guy's name is Simon Monjack, and he insists the sordid claims are based solely on the fact that he's living in the same house with Sharon Murphy following uh, Brittany Murphy's death. But it's been rumored that they have been sharing a bedroom together. Monjack ridiculed the rumors, adding that a medical condition has rendered Sharon barely mobile. He says, that isn't possible. She's a woman that has toxic neuropathy, which means she can barely walk. I live downstairs, she lives upstairs. <laughs> Nobody can confirm or deny that. How how close were Brittany Murphy and her mother? Just wondered. Did this guy maybe pull something off? And finally. Just say it. Devin James, a Florida-based adult entertainer, is the latest in a long light of ladies claiming to have a sexual relationship with Tiger Woods. She claims to have had a two-and-a-half-year affair with him uh, between 2006 and 2008. She claims she met Woods while he visited her and another adult entertainer for a two-girl party, which is a code name for a threesome encounter. James said Woods paid her and the other... <laughs> a two-girl party. <laughs> I love how they have to kind of break it down. Yeah. <laughs> Which is code word for it. My favorite one was when they were deciphering Tiger Woods' text messages, and they actually had to give a description of what a golden shower was. <laughs> She's like, a golden shower is one party urinates on the other party for sexual pleasure. <laughs> she said she walked into the room to find her co-worker in Woods mingling with triple X-rated movies playing in the background, and Woods introduced him- himself to her with a nonchalant, Hey, I'm Tiger. Nice to meet you. Before the sex ensued. Before the sexy time began. Before the sexy time began. I can't wait for the porn spoofs that are going to come out about this. Aren't there? There has to be some already. Dude, I mean, I would think so. They've already got a Jersey Shore one. Mm-hmm. Oh. There was very little talk the first time we had sex, she said. James described the sex as dirty and said, that, um, said Woods gave him her his personal number immediately afterward. She said that Woods preferred to be the dominant partner in bed and was well endowed. What would they call it? Crouching Tiger Hidden Penis or... What? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Oh, that's already is something. Never mind. I'm trying to think what you would call a Tiger Woods movie. Tiger Woods spoof. James said that Tiger Woods did bring up his wife on their second meeting, complaining that she never wanted to have sex. James said she did not come forward earlier because she felt bad for him at the beginning of the scandal, but she said she can uh, prove the connection using old phone records if need be. So that, if you're keeping track, that is number 15. (laughs) He's all better now, though. He's, he's classy. Stay classy, Tiger Woods. <laughs> That's your entertainment news. All right, well, we still have uh, one more holiday show to do today. We do, and we're yeah. going to nail it out today. Yep, and then, then we'll have them all done. But I promise you, Greg, I will not say anything as terrible as we heard being said yesterday. Thank you. I think that was that was enough. But you guys can all hear what we're talking about next Friday. Next Friday, the most graphic show ever from Fun Employment Radio. And we're no prudes, but I mean, we put a huge warning on that. That's what I mean. Yeah, if we are saying it's the most graphic, you know it is graphic. I would say listen to this one with with headphones on, maybe, if you're in the company of others you don't want to hear. Not around children. No. No. I mean, like, even if it's like... Like, they're too young to know. Like, you just, what if they like, subconsciously, like, remember that story when they get older? Uh, like, we'll warp them for life. Yeah. Speaking of children, you uh, wanted to say hello to a listener, I believe. I did, yes. Yeah. So I was at um, Fred Meyer earlier this morning. <laughs> Fred Meyer's the Freddies. I was looking like shit. I had, like, I just gone tanning and I'm, like, all, ugh, just trying to get in and out, you know, and out. And then, um, yeah, I met a nice guy. His name is Mark, and he's a listener. And uh, he was actually, he's a teacher. He was saying, he's like, I work in the, <laughs> the job that you and Greg would hate to have. So I guess he works, <laughs> with, he works with elementary school kids. He's a teacher. And he was talking about also, um, not only does he work with kids, he has triplets. Oh, my God. Triplets. He has, he has three that first is, graders. That is, I don't even know how you would handle that. I wouldn't even know would what to insane. do with that. No. But he seemed, he was a pretty cool dude. And yeah, appreciate listening. So hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. Good to see you. And hello, everyone else, too, uh, listening out there. And also, thanks, Charles, for sending in that picture. We'll put that up at uh, funemploymentradio.com. And um, thank you to everybody who's been donating and buying t shirts and just, just listening to us. 
I mean, we uh, we appreciate it so much. We love you all. Yes, and that is why we're making these extra episodes for when we are gone, so you have something uh, something to listen to, something <laughs> new, <laughs> nude. N- what? I don't know. I don't know why I just said that. Okay. Well, we do have some good. Um, yeah. So we're gonna be mixing them up too, so you don't know like when anything, like when what's gonna happen. Yeah, we don't even some know. Good shit going on. Yeah. But today we already have our plan for what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Doing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's gonna be pretty good. And uh, might be as good as me dancing in the backyard. Might be. And That's please feel free to not put any music to that. Please feel free to do whatever you want with that video. It is at, uh, it's, you can see it at funemploymentradio.com. Right now it's on the main page. And then we'll also put it under the photos section at funemploymentradio.com. And really? You can watch it on YouTube at uh, youtube.com slash funemploymentradio. And feel free to have fun with it. Do whatever you'd like with that. There's all kinds of fun things you can probably do with that video. And make sure to send us, uh, when you do, send us a, a, a link when you do it. Thanks. Yeah. It's a good time. Shoot us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com, before Sarah stabs me. Uh, give us a call, 503-575-9120. And, uh, yeah, we will, uh, we'll be back. So we have two more, two more live-ish shows yes. uh, before we're gone. Two so. more same-day shows before we have our special ones. Yes, yes. So starting Friday will be the vacation shows. Um, but, yeah, we will uh, talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.